baby! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, everyone. To- oh. Motherfucker, you did it. You actually did it. You think this is about you. <laughs> Steve finally shows up. Steve finally shows up. Hello, everyone, and what? Oh. No, I'll, no, let's, you can do it. It's fine. I want you to, you know. <laughs> Welcome to hold number eight, Armbar, the podcast. It's oh, Armbar. It's all you. It's all, it is all about me. <laughs> mm. Ah, so yes, we have finally the founder and the creator of the Franken culture with us today. We have Steven here. Dun, 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 dun. Then uh, you know what? I should get like little music, little like soundboard things to do little <laughs> things. That's what I'm gonna do next. I'm gonna fucking get a soundboard. I always think about doing that, and then like when it's time to actually do it, I don't. It's just too much. <laughs> you don't want to fucking download it because you're lazy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, it's just I'm like no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we have uh, hailing from the cyst of America in Maryland. We have Cliff with us. Welcome, finally, Cliff. Thank you for finally joining us. Thanks for having me on. Yep, yep. And then, I don't know, he says he's poor and fat, and we have some schmuck off the street named Anthony. Hi. Oh my god, I am Cliff- here today. Katie's not here, she is, she's not feeling well, so uh, hope she gets better and she can join us next week. We got a lot to cover in a little bit of time. Let's get right into it. Uh, before the raw recording or taping over in London, because they crossed the pond this week, we got a notification saying that Nia Jax is the one who challenged Ronda Rousey for a title match at Money in the Bank. Did anybody anybody actually watch? Well, they fucking showed it like a thousand times. They fucking pushed the fuck out of it a thousand times, yes. Can Nia just never talk again? We know you don't like. Now, Steve is notorious for not liking Nia Jax. For whatever reason, the problem with her is is the like her character is like so mundane right now. Like when she was a heel, like she didn't say anything. Great, she was amazing. Then also she opened up her mouth, and we're like, okay, well, eh, it's kind of heelish. Now she's a face. I'm like, you know what? She's she's totally Roman Reigns. She's a female version of Roman Reigns right now, and I just want to punch myself right through my suck hole. Like she's it's a just, victim it's of worse. bad writing. She's a victim of bad writing. Like I get she's it. The victim of being the rocks. Like. Just a family yeah. member. Okay. You know who's to blame for all this is The Rock. <laughs> Are you really blaming Dwayne? Yep. The, the thing is, is that it she was alright until they made that little skit with Enzo Amore and then his douchebag No, no. I screwed her. I liked her. See, I like her. I, I'm, I am Legay. I watch Total Divas. I like her on Total Divas. I like the sass that she brings, the no-nonsense attitude. I do not understand why they don't bring or have her bring that atmosphere into her character. Because I like the fact that she gets up up in people's faces. She tells it like it is, and she is a bitch. Like, more so than, like, Alexa would be. She is very upfront in your face. She... And she doesn't make apologies for it. Then the way that she comes off on TV is more or less just it's it's so it's bad writing. It's bad like, oh, I want you to say something like this. And it's like it doesn't it's not believable because that's not who she really is. Like at least with Alexa, like her being two-faced, that's believable, even though she's on Total Divas. 
her being two-faced is very believable but naya's character that's just eh. yeah 100 percent. even so there was like a, a gif that i saw on reddit man forever ago and it was like naya was standing in the ring watching her like entrance like titan drawn and it showed then it like went to her and she's like oh there i am that's me and like made a face and it's like she could be a face but they have to shove faces down your fucking throat like there's it's unexplainable to me i don't get it she suffers from the roman brains project man like they're legitimately trying to like force her like you said they're trying to force her down people's throats like hey she's a good guy she's a good guy you know most wwe fans like like hardcore fans we just see through it we know what it is we just know already that's it's just trash but like to the occasional viewer it might be something that they're going to be like oh hey like i'm interested in this like who is this girl like this is very insightful but to rest of us we just were like no man like this is dumb we don't want to deal with it and it's, we need samoans in every position in the in the in the day and age of like when facebook has have sponsored ads uh wrestling promotions everything they sh- they have spoilers for everything because once they figure out the algorithm that you like wrestling you're going to see sponsored ads for wrestling featuring different like spoiler plot lines or backstage things and blah 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 so the fact that they completely ignore that we're not in f- uh, an informed audience is just getting sadder and sadder each time it goes along. And prime example is with Roman Reigns. And it's just, you're starting to see the little intricacies of everyone else's character that doesn't really fit and they don't do adjustments for. And it's just, it's, it's piss poor writing. A hundred percent. I agree. They need to have a come to Jesus moment with the fact that this is modern era. They can't operate the way that they used to do back in the attitude era in the ruthless aggression area. This, I mean, computers are a thing. Phones constant have constantly having internet. Well, Everybody's and they, sp- they spoil their own product. They do every, every Monday and every Tuesday. Like I'm in Vegas, so I'm three hours behind, four hours behind. Like I know everything before it even airs. It's, well, it's super annoying. They don't. They they have no consistency. And it's like I I'm going to continuously. I I'm one of those people like CM Punk said in his little pipe bomb. I'm going to continuously feed the spoke in the wheel. I am because I like the pro- I I like the environment. I like what wrestling brings. I, I was do. there live for that for the pipe bomb. <sighs> My nipples are so flat. I'd be so hyped. I'd be so, so hyped about that. <laughs> I know, right? I would I would never shut up about it. But like, do you know I was there? Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to continue to feed the smoke on the wheel because I love NXT and I love the people who are coming up from NXT. I just don't love the writing that the that main roster has. And to quote Katie from, I think a couple of weeks ago, why are there no like women writers writing for the women? That's a huge thing. Or like, booking, women or can like, write women better than men. Like, we're, we're like, or producing their matches. We still have Finley who don't get me wrong. Does a great job. Yeah, he produced Trish and Lita and like a lot of the golden era women. For sure. But we can't move Sarah up to the main roster and find another ring general to be the women's trainer down there. Like, well, she did produce uh, the Nia Alexa backlash match. Don't say that. I mean, facts are facts. So, facts. I mean, I like, I like the fact that they are continuously hiring more women in trainer roles and Sarah Amato is going up to 
different heights because she's doing so well with the women. So we have Sarah Stock, who's down in NXT training now. So hopefully that's that's good. And then didn't they just hire off a of Mae Young Classic, um, Serena Deeb? So they've got good people in these roles to start pushing proper storyline because women know women. I don't know. Do they? I would assume so. Women, in my experience, hate other women. I mean... <laughs> I can't disagree with that because I don't know all the women in your life, but, I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry? I guess we could probably continue this next week when Katie's here, so that way we can get a woman's perspective again. <laughs> oh, no, because, I mean, I think it's it's a valid point because I think about when... um. Like I forget which diva was saying it though, but one of the divas was talking hey, about hey, how hey, we always... do not use that term, sir. We're gonna we use it because it was diva. That... We're gonna use it because it was in that era, uh huh. Not because of not the point, but anyway, one of the divas or women wrestlers. We want to bring to modern age. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that one of them was talking about how they used to backstab each other for storylines so that they could be on the main roster. Like it was a real deal. Like there we talk about how other women would pull each other down purposely and like go out out of the way. I mean, just look at the situation with um, wasn't it Maria was talking about how the Bella twins like uh-huh. went behind, went over and was talking trash about how she hated the company and all this just to prevent oh, yeah. her comeback. There was like a lot of stuff that was going on. So I mean, I don't want to say there's vid- there's validity to that point, but yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. You know, other women who are writing will probably write some trash storylines because they might not like a girl because of who they are. And I, I don't want to say I want to say that and be a jerk about it. I just that was a perspective that was put out not by the WWE but by other female wrestlers. I lived for that storyline, the the Ms. Maurice, uh John Cena. Nikki Bella that eventually turned into nothing because they fucking broke up. Whatever wasted moment. Moving on. I'm April and I were talking that they're not even broken up. It's it's hundred percent storyline for Total Divas. Yeah, hundred percent. But all we're gonna get to that in a second. So <laughs> so, but no, going back, I love the way Maurice like totally tore down Nikki with those like blips from the real life stuff. Because it's all, it was, you know, been reported in Dirt Sheet that Kelly, K- Kelly, Kelly, Eve, Maria, and Maurice all have a thing against the Bellas because the Bellas are two-timing, backstabbing, manipulative people backstage. And it's fucking believable. Say it to my face! Right? Fucking AJ Lee pipe bomb. AJ Lee said too. So mad about that. Oh my god. Like, speaking I, of uh speaking of that Ms. and Maurice thing though, my favorite fucking part was when Ms. was Daniel Bryan and was like, no steak, no, no, no. <laughs> I fucking love Ms. and Maurice. <laughs> I love Ms. and Maurice. It's so great. You see that um like Walmart has like exclusive tag team. They call them I think they call it the elite tag teams or something like that. But um they actually have one of Ms. and Maurice dressed as John Cena and Nikki Bella. <laughs> see if, if you don't so own awesome. that by the end of the week i'll be very upset with you i know i need to get it and then have uh kenny do a review on it yes okay i'll take a picture and i'll show you i'll send it to you guys so you guys can see it but it is it is by far one of the best things i've ever seen well that was a lovely roller coaster of topics that we just plowed through <laughs> so we never really got reaction for Rhonda and naya now the rumor is that 
they didn't want to have Ronda in a qualifying match because Money in the Bank, big name to be put in there. Yeah, I get that. They didn't want to throw her into some just crazy feud, but they needed to have her on a pay-per-view, so they give her a title match, which apparently the title match with Nia was supposed to happen until SummerSlam. My opinion was like, you just had this wonderful setup with Mickey James. People were interested in it. I'm looking around to find it, and you guys threw it away. You had something. Have a match with Mickey James at Money in the Bank. Hello? Why not? Nope. Okay, just going to throw her to the second match. <laughs> it's going to be Nia Jax. I mean, okay. I feel like I repeat myself every fucking week when I talk about the writing because it's just... <sighs> terrible because wasn't wasn't that match supposed to happen like at backlash like it was supposed to be ronda and mickey james at backlash like they announced it wwe announced it they made it a big deal and then like the storyline started Oof. and then it just bomb yeah just oh yeah we're not doing it avracadavra and harry potter spell killed it i'm a fucking nerd i don't know i just I guess, did, you you know. These, uh, did you see those figures that cliff sent us a picture of they're fucking spectacular. That is really fucking good quality. Like, I'm just looking at the Maurice one right there. That is, like, stellar. Like, I can see her face 100% yeah. in that. I'm also wondering why Cliff has one. so many tabs of porn open at once. I, Sorry about that. Pick a video and, and live with it. Mind I knew you were into, like, golden showers, but I didn't think you were really into golden showers. <laughs> Amdo. I am. Okay. R. Kelly. R. Kelly style. <laughs> You can't uh, leave an R. Kelly club because once you're in, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so back back to Ronda Rousey. By please the way. reel us in. <laughs> I I just think it's too early. Like, are you really gonna put her against Nia Jackson and have her lose her second match of her of quote unquote her second pay per view? If you don't, are you, and she wins the title, how long is she going to hold that title? I don't think she's going to win. I think there's going to be some sort of... It's, it's not going to be a clean win for Nia. There's going to be some like interference, like DQ. It'll be a DQ. Like that. That's the only way that it's good to protect Nia, because it's too early for... They're, they're not going to... After all that buildup with Alexa, they're not gonna, just going to throw away the title to Ronda right after. They, they're going to get some buildup, at least until SummerSlam. Then don't book. Then don't book the fucking match. Yeah, don't book the match. Don't don't well, I set agree. anything up. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's that they want to have Ronda on a pay per view because they missed the last one, which a lot of people were like, "Hello." They didn't. They they felt like they didn't have a storyline, but they did. They're dumb. They don't really watch what happened. You know, two weeks prior, even though they fucking showed a clip of it. Whatever. <laughs> it's just like, oh, friends with Natty. Now what? Nothing. Okay. Whatever. Moving on. Raw opened with Roman Reigns being boohooed about not getting no, another no, no. title match. No, no, no. No, no, no. He was serenaded by the crowd, according to Michael Cole. <laughs> no. There was no serenading. You he don't was serenade serenaded. that dumbass. No. <laughs> but Angle pretty much said that he's not getting another title shot. That he has to earn it. Blah, blah, blah. Jinder Mahal, blah, blah, blah. And then it went on to a backstage segment later on in the show where Roman Reigns speared Jinder through a, air quotes, wall. It's like, oh, this hallway with a door behind it and other doors that led to that hallway was just mysteriously was just there. I mean, congratulations to Roman to getting Jinder over. 
right? <laughs> Took it a seemingly impossible task, and he, he did it. I mean, Roman's good for something. As the impossible, he gets everybody <laughs> over. No, actually, um, actually, it's funny because I'm actually looking at Bleach Report right now, and they actually say that one of the memorable moments was when Mahal tried to use Sunil as a human shield. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I have to agree. That was the best part because I think back to like, I, I think back about how like this, the Sunil brothers, like, yo, they get, get so messed up all the time. It doesn't matter what it is. And I think back to when Randy Orton flipped one of them. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. And then even he said, he looked at too. He had that face where he was like, Ooh, that might've been a little they, too, too hard. They can, sell. They can sell. I mean, they pretty much have to. <laughs> they're the yeah, guys who get beat up. You're, you're in a just you're just in a beat up, getting a beat up role, so that their job is to sell. Thank God they can do it. Right. I don't want to spend any more time on Roman or any other Samoan other than Samoa Joe. <laughs> Next match, Seth Rollins yeah. with his open invitational to the IC title. Kevin Owens came out and oh, yeah. pr- probably best match of the night. Probably best match of the week. Uh, for tapings live, Seth won. Damn, just give Owen some sort of strap. Give him <clears> something. Carry it. Yeah, he can carry it. This is hard because it's just like I don't want to see any more titles on a brand, but there's just some certain people that just, just consistently need to be in some sort of title picture or in top feud. And I don't know what they're doing, Kevin and Sammy, but it seems like they're, I don't know, I'm confused. But damn, good match. I feel like I brought that up that it just doesn't look right see, not seeing Kevin Owens with a title. Yeah, like, you it just, said that it just about looks a weird. Ago. Yeah, it just looks weird. It's just like I'm not I'm not used to it and I want him to have a title. I don't care what title it is. And you can bring back the hardcore title. I don't care. I just want a title back to him. <laughs> there was some sort of statistic on Reddit saying that he had a title. He's had a title for like about 70% of his career within WWE since being on a ro- being on an active televised roster. That's ridiculous. I don't think any no one else I think comes cl- close to that. Well, AJ's had the title for a pretty long time as well. Yeah, he he would be the one that's closest. Good for Kevin Owens. Good for Seth Rollins. Both. I think Owens with the Money in the Bank briefcase would be great. Oh yeah, you we didn't talk to you about Money in the Bank. Okay, we're gonna get to that about your what you think specifically. I just said it. I just said it. About the whole thing. Shut up. Bobby Roode beat Noe Jose and Baron Corbin in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. So finally, Roode got a fucking win on Raw. Poor and Jose. He's just a glorified happy jobber. That outfit is the worst. Yeah. Like, really? Yo, no, that's bad, I, yo. On the other side, I actually liked it. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% on the other side. I really like this. I prefer the baggy pants with. The, totally the puma shoes or the sneakers like i've watched jose go from like i was there at his first match in nxt because he did a live show debut uh under his original under his real name and he came out to the music without the no way jose chant and everything he was dancing and everything he's always had like the same gear with the baggy pants and everything so yeah. it's that's like his fucking staple besides being energetic and dancing Put him in his I don't, lime green nightmare. Yeah. Oof. When, is that like a di- was that like a diamond on his side? I you know, I didn't uh I didn't look too hard. It looks like it's it. Just, Actually, I'm looking yeah, at it right I now. Do. It looks like it. I don't I, I, I understand I understand the fiesta quote unquote theme, but again I think it would be better. I'll be honest. Kept the bag again, not like 
types. main roster decisions. I don't care as long from. as I keep bringing them out with a hot broad leading like the conga line, whatever. I miss. Uh... Don't say Adam Rose. <laughs> Damn it, Adam Rose. Adam I fucking Rose. hate you all. We're moving on. I'm not. I'm not having an Adam Rose discussion. It's, his ahead. name is Leo fucking Kruger. Go ahead. The B team. We have a name. Yay for Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. We have a B team. They beat Brazongo. They are mm. undefeated. Mm. What? You Whatever. love Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. I do. Okay, so what's with the... Uh? And I love Brizango too. I do, too. So what was wrong? I just don't care. I just don't care. You don't want to see I them like... get a push? I do. Really but... better. I really wish there was a way to boot him from this shit. How <laughs> fucking dare you? <laughs> that name was terrible. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't defend it. <laughs> with, his finisher, not going to. with his finisher being the McGilla Cutter? <laughs> oh my fuck. <laughs> that that's, like saying, that's like saying that you would prefer Husky Harris to come the fuck back. Hmm. Now that you mentioned he's, he's been Get he's it. been deleted, so that would be appropriate. <laughs> he got RKO'd out of existence, is what happened, if you remember correctly. Is is the B team gonna be the jobber challengers to Bray and Matt? They're gonna be the next champions. Are you are you one hundred percent serious on that? Because I don't believe, I don't think you're serious. What what other tag teams are there on Raw? Drew and Dolph. <sighs> Drew's gonna turn on Dolph before they even get to that point. Oh snap! Or Dolph on Drew. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get to them in a minute because I think they're closer to the end of the show. But I like what they're doing. I like the fact that Dallas and Axel are getting screen time without the Miz. So the giant B on it. I I would I would buy it. I mean, <laughs> buy probably, it sure. You could probably make it for five bucks and save yourself thirty, but doesn't have the WWE logo on it. <laughs> I just want to go back to you saying uh, to Steve saying that uh, that they're going to be the next champions. You would put them as champions over the author of pain. Where were they on Raw? Yeah, where have they been? Oh. <clears throat> where have they been? They probably couldn't get there. Never mind. I can't go there. You know, big right. fat asses oh, on a plane. You son of a bitch. I'll say it. Fat ass. I wasn't. I didn't think he was going to go with the fat route. I thought he was going something else. Like, I, but was AOP on the week before? I think they. It's made sad enough that we have to think about it. This is just more. This is just living my point more and more. Main roster issues. You have great things that were in NXT that are just being squandered on the main roster. Revival, AOP, Bo Dallas, Neville. I know Emma was one of them. You know, all these great, just, and I feel like I keep coming back to the statement, but at the same time, they're proving me right. (laughs) You guys just started watching NXT. You can see the quality. And if you guys go back, to the past episodes of NXT, specifically during the Finn Balor era of when he started NXT. That was some of the best wrestling television, on par with Attitude Era. It didn't have to be the risque, R-rated shit that the Attitude Era was to be good. And it's just so disappointing that these characters that they developed, that Hunter, Daddy Triple H, fucking developed so well in NXT, are just being... Mush to the fucking dirt. Yeah, it's a it's a downgrade to go to the main roster. It almost is. 
and that's that's my that is my biggest frustration with the product right now as I don't get where the disconnect is other than it being VKM. The uh, stable from TNA? Yes. The Voodoo, the Voodoo Ken Mafia? Yes. Conan. Specifically fucking Road Dog and Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I feel like every Just... week I go on this tangent about fucking the disconnect of NXT to the main roster. Because NXT is just so fucking good. Maybe, I'm, maybe I need to get off NXT's dick. I don't know. Oh, no, and let's be real, like, you're holding the quality up to what you want. Like, when we look back at, like, the, we, we always, because we talk about different eras, man. We talk about the Attitude Era being, like, one of the best eras, but what it was was just people being themselves and then kind of getting, like, a little here and there push. And, you know, Vince McMahon was definitely, he had his stars that were really shining, and that's what we saw was that NXT had the same, same, same thing. Everybody was coming up. Everybody was showing up. And then also they moved to the roster and Vince McMahon's like, you know what I think would be great is if you did this or you did something stupid like this. And then those guys go do Let's it. Let's turn Neville just, into a superhero. Money Mouse. <sighs> it was weird because I saw Neville for the first time and he was like that guy. I was like, yo, he's actually really good. And then it was funny. You, you actually, and I'll be a credit to you. You actually persuaded me to actually like King Neville more than I liked Neville. Because I liked man, Neville, but great. when he got when he got when he got injured against Chris Jericho, I was like, man, like I don't know what's gonna happen. I hope he comes back. And he came back, and he had the he had the beard, and he was still like the face. I was like, he's turning heel. And as soon as he turned heel, I was like, that was oh. like I didn't really like him. But then like the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Actually, he was actually really cool. <laughs> and then when he came in, and he my I think my favorite part though was when he ruined his shot with Enzo to get his rematch. Because you just kicked him. He was like, you know what? I don't really care. You just beat him down. That was so money. Like the whole him being that king of the cruiserweight gimmick was such great storytelling from him. And they fucking blew it. Like I get that he was frustrated. But I mean, it's like if you don't listen to your employees, who the people who are actually going out there and doing the work day in and day out, like the people who do the writing and do these create quote unquote creative decision makings. They don't know what they, they're just yes, men listen to the people that actually do the work in the ring. They probably know better than the people in the back. That's just my opinion. And and you're right. It is due to bad writing. Um, I'm just going to name this podcast. WWE's theme of bad writing part seven. That's what it is, because even even kind of circling back to the tag team um, division on Raw, wh- wh- what are they really doing with uh, Dash Weiler and Scott Dawson? I mean, jobbing them out. That just sucks so much. Cause jobbing those guys, them out. I didn't like those guys at first, but those dudes can perform. Those dudes are fucking workers. They're the best. They literally are. I've seen them multiple times. I remember when fucking uh, Dawson was a mechanic. Yeah, they were called the mechanics first. Yeah. When they started teaming on the live circuit. And I got to see them all the time. They, before they even hit TV as the revival, they were doing main event live shows with Finn Balor, Enzo and Cass, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, they were always at the top of the card. They were always billed to be a big deal in NXT. And this it showed going from the live shows not being broadcasted going on to NXT TV they were sh- they were top tier 
they were built like it. They were given promos and scripts to act like it and to show it, and it fucking worked. They go on the main roster. Yeah, I get, I get that injuries held them back for the first year, and that sucks. It really sucks. But at the same time, blame the writing. Blame hey, whoever's doing wanna... this shit. I'm bringing this up, though. With the BT match, like, we're kind of still talking about the division match. Can we just talk about, like, how athletic Fandango kind of really is? Johnny like, Curtis do... is a star. Yeah, to do to do a drop kick. Well, he was doing a spinning DDT, and he kicked off of uh off of um Bo Dallas to hit the DDT. Like, how awesome was that? And then aside from that, like, just I think it's so funny, like the way they kind of told once Miz left. You know, we were just kind of like, where are they gonna go from there? And funny to see how Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel it was. You know, we we should join up with Seth Rollins, or we should join up with Finn Balor, and finally, like, you know what? Maybe we don't need those guys. Maybe we could just, you know, we could be ourselves. And lo and behold, like, hey, like, they're going to be one of those groups that kind of gets over with the crowd. And it's kind of cool that this is WWE doesn't go through and just, like, jacks them up. Like, next week, have them get squashed by somebody because this is a team, like, the crowd's really getting behind these guys. And I kind of like it, too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it'll be okay. AOP will come and uh, squash them next week. I honestly thought Bo Dallas. I thought Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel once the whole once Miz left to SmackDown without them, I'm like, oh well, someone's about to get Future and Endeavored out of them. Oh yeah. Now that now that they're they're getting TV time and everything, I'm more worried about the revival getting Future Endeavored. There hasn't been any like yeah, you know, Black Friday. But there's but there wasn't really a huge post mania uh, pre mania or post mania release. No, and that's what scares me. Is because there's like right now the main roster. I hate repeating myself. I really fucking do. But the main roster right now is so stacked. SmackDown is so stacked. I'm so scared about what they're going to do to trim that shit down because fucking Performance Center is stacked. Third show. What'd you just say? Third show. (sighs) NXT (laughs) is the third show. No, third, third show. You're gonna you really try to bring back ECW? Gag me. <laughs> nope, it's fine. It's the perfect time for WCW Thunder Thursdays to come back. Yes. WWE. So you're okay. just gonna say the Thunder brands? Hell yeah. Purple and yellow. <sighs> Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. We're fucking moving on. So <laughs> it was an okay match. It had Natty winning via submission off of Liv Morgan. Even though it was just kind of bland having Natty win for the team. I like the fact that they're, they're still having key spots with Ember to showcase her. Like yeah. Even though Natty won and they're talking about Sasha and Bailey, they still were able to make Ember a key focus. And still were able to make the Riot Squad look strong. The Riot Squad looks stronger on Raw than they ever did on SmackDown. That's for fucking sure. And Ruby's just been incredible. I can't talk enough about Ruby Riot. She, she was um, actually... I just happened to see that they had the live event with Ronda Rousey and like it was Emma, Natty and Ronda and it looked like a really good match. Like I wish I could see the whole thing. Yeah, dude, that throw, like I said, that Ronda gives Ruby is fucking crazy. Wild. And Ruby, Ruby did like a full front flip and just landed right on her ass. (laughs) Ruby Casal. 
That's what happens when you put women in there that actually know how to work and know how to wrestle instead of fucking models, because you damn sure won't see the Bellas do shit like that. Pop a tit. <laughs> so, the deleters of worlds versus the revival. Oh, God, I got to this point. God damn it. It was just a squash. That's all it was. It was a build-up squash. Did nothing for nobody. No. I mean, yeah, it kept it gave a win to the Raw Tag Team Champs. They really didn't need it. It kept them in the spotlight, which they could have just done that with a, a cutesy, weird backstage promo thing that they, they've they been doing for a while. And then it did nothing. It did nothing for the revival. Just curious, though, like, what's the future plan for these two? Like, for Wyatt and Hardy? Like, is Wyatt going to turn? Is, no one knows. Because like, the idea is, like, you're not even setting up feuds anymore. You're just like, all right, well, we'll just throw these guys in there. And then Michael Cole, at some point, it'll probably be like SummerSlam or something. He'll be like, this is the first time these teams ever wrestled. And we're like, no, man, they just beat him, like, three weeks ago. Like, we watched it. Like, it's just, I don't know. I'm frustrated with the, with the tag division because there's not, like, any real teams. And they're getting... They're getting squashed. You They're not I mean? building anybody. Like, look at this. Well, and maybe the B team is going to be that team that they, like, build up. Oh, well, I they are building up a team, but it's not it's not an actual team team that we've seen cohesively work together for a long-standing period of time. It was, it's again, just two people they threw together because they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, getting to that in a second. Whatever match, blah, not wasting more time in it. Sami Zayn cut a promo spiel on bobby lashley i kind of like it i like the fact that zane was making fun of the cheesiness of lashley now being a family person blah 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 it was still I do not care about bobby lashley whatsoever is it because you don't care about bobby lashley because of the way he's been portrayed like the last few weeks or is it just in general like you just don't care i like i just don't care about him i don't know it, i like i was there for the WrestleMania Donald Trump match where Bobby Lashley was in the corner of Donald Trump and big pop, you know, when he shaved Vince's head, but like, I just, I don't know. Like you bring him in and he's smiling and I just don't need, I need less smiling. Yeah. I think, I think that's what I Yeah, I agree. I think it should have been, it should have been heel Bobby Lashley versus like a face Bobby Lashley. Yeah. They always fuck it up. Like what they, they did that shit with Del Rio too. Like you bring Del Rio in, he gets a huge ovation, and then you're like, "No, he's a bad guy." Like he's Max be- America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I agree with you, Steve. I, I just don't care to have to even have Bobby uh, Bobby Lashley on in the WWE. Like you, you brought him in, and everybody's just like, "Oh wow, look at he's yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's here, and oh now look at he's." With Braun Strowman, now look at oh him and him and Sami Zayn are feuding. Which my personal opinion on that is, I, I don't even like Sami Zayn as a heel. I like face Sami better. Um, and I, I just one of those guys that I just like. He's there. Wow! Congratulations. Welcome back to the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm holding. Reser- I'm reserving judgment right now on on Bobby Lashley because, like, one. I remember what he did like in his first stand at WWE. I remember seeing like his like his progression like through TNA and like seeing him back in WWE. It's almost like they kind of re-put him back in that box. And I'm just curious to see if we're gonna see like like a double turn where like Sammy turns face and 
Bobby turns heel, and then you can see like those real characters pop out. But I kind of I'm I'm going to disagree with Anthony. I really like Sami Zayn as a heel. He's just oh yeah, I don't know. He's just a more fun. He's more fun trash talker. I think it's really funny just to kind of watch him do his thing. And then like Bobby, I just think Bobby Lashley should just be a heel. Like I just see him as a heel. I would like to see him. In fact, just I remember he used to do a spear, but I'd like to see him just spear Braun Strowman, and then you have a better matchup with those two guys it's like yes the immovable force with the you know whatever wwe used to always say but it's one of those matches where you're like you have these two larger than life guys you can really just not put on a they're not going to put on a great show but it's going to be like one of those slug slugging shows and you're not even doing anything with braun which i'm sure we'll talk about that later but you're not even doing anything with him so why not let him and bobby lashley put on a show that would be fun to watch Heel Lashley versus a Braun Strowman is money to me. It makes sense. I It's believable to me that Lashley would be able to tear down Braun to yeah, destroy totally. him. More believable than a fucking Roman, that's for fucking sure. Yeah. Like, Bobby wouldn't have to fucking use an ambulance or a truck to fucking take down Braun. Roman Reigns couldn't even kill Braun Strowman, correct? Right. <laughs> Murder's easy. In that case, that, that was a moment that squandered it uh, as well with a double turn with the whole Roman brawn ambulance car accident thing. But yeah, no, again, Lashley being misused should have been a heel. Go after brawn. That, that would have been great pay-per-view matches. That would have solved your backlash dilemma of not having shit to show because that would have been one right there. Something new and original and that wasn't garbage, whatever. I don't write the shit. I'm just a Mark. <laughs> assholes it's like i i will say though last note as i did like sammy's promo it's just he's legitimately trying to show you that hey bobby lashley's not this great guy he's the guy who he gave me vertigo and you guys didn't care he's like you guys cheered him on so he would impress you he's like but he's not that kind of guy and i'm gonna prove it next week when i invite his sisters on the show like yo this is this is about to get super personal and it's gonna get to the point where Bobby Lashley will probably get DQ'd at probably at Money in a Bank or some match. He's gonna get DQ'd, and then like the whole the whole scenario is gonna flip. Five I hope it's like says- when they did the Shelton Shelton's mama like thing at WrestleMania. <laughs> Five bucks though says that if there is a match at Money in the Bank between uh, Lashley and Sami Zayn, it's pre-show. Yeah, I bet you ten when they throw it there. Such ugh, ugh. ah. Bailey versus Mickey James versus Alexa Bliss in another women's Money in the Bank qualifying match where Alexa beat Bailey. That was great. Again, Mickey James knows how to sell. Just a great worker. Kind of upset that it didn't go to her. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll heal Alexa. Great. But Mickey's just been on fire, and I would much would have preferred her in the match other than Alexa. I love Alexa. I know you do. I know all of you do. It's just a moment of bliss. That's all it is. Shut up. Yeah. Anthony, a moment of bliss. You keep my wife out of your name like that. Ugh, those moment, those fucking promos were not great. Ugh. I'm glad they're gone. Boys, I liked I liked the fact that she hit the belly, Bailey to belly. And then, you know, she was getting pulled out of the ring. She pulls out Mickey. She gets back in. Alexa gets up, hits her with the DDT and ends it. Like, I thought that that was... That was great. And was Bailey a did match. a great job. Yeah, Bailey did a great job selling that forearm to the jaw. Like oh, yeah. that was that was great. Nikki Bella needs to take a lesson on how to deliver a forearm. <laughs> Boom. True. Bitch. 
Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. We're, we're going to go back to this real quick. I, I want to bring up something. We were talking about Kevin Owens and 70% of his career, he's held a title. Alexa Bliss, since coming to the main show, 80% of the time she's been on the main show, she's held a title. Has anybody else noticed that? Yeah, she's. A, I mean, she comes off as a bigger threat than either Charlotte or Sasha, who ping-pong the title back and forth. Eh. See, okay, if we're going to stick on that, I did not believe the fact that Alexa was able to take down Nia. That was not believable to me. I 100% think that the way they should have booked Nia and Alexa, either at Mania or at Backlash, was China versus Ivory at Mania 17. It should have been an easy, like, big move, big move, big move, leg drop, pin, Sit your fat ass on her and pin her, you bitch. I mean, if we're going to promote the fact that if we're going to, when she enters in, she is the only woman that has her weight announced, used to her <laughs> advantage. She is proud of who she is, regardless of what it is, and you can't take that away from her. Over 500 pounds. Shut up. Oh, my God. No. <sighs> should have been a squash. One of the matches should have been a squash match. It, In my opinion, it ruined not, more of Nia's character to have it go on longer than it did for both matches because Alexa is not that good. The only reason why she is that good with the championships is because she was a great heel. The fact that she knows how to weasel her way out of situations. That's her strength being her being able to show that she can actually take someone on one-on-one. It's just, uh, I don't know. Any, mm, I still feel like Sasha and Charlotte are more credible as a champion than Alexa. No, not discounting Alexa though. Not, I'm not discounting Alexa because she is a great heel champion. Um, Charlotte lost to Carmella. <laughs> Twice. Carmella beat yes. Alexa a bunch of times in NXT. So I don't know what you're talking about. That's not I'm Kingdom. just saying. Alexa has a huge <laughs> losing streak in NXT. Talking about NXT right now is irrelevant because we're talking about main main roster right now. Dang. Uh, we've been talking about NXT going up to main roster all show. So... I mean, you can be modern-day Christian and pick and choose what you want to believe and everything, but I like to do the whole book, thank you very much. Where are my peeps at? Uh, You're not Christian. (laughs) I mean, you may be fluffy like a marshmallow, but you're not Christian. Moving on. And yes, I made a fat joke. And and an Easter candy joke. I know! All around with the Christian theme. Look at me go. So Braun Strowman and Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Anybody else confused by this wait, weirdness? Wait, wait, wait. Before, before no. we, before we, no, no, no. Before we start, like the weirdness, right? I'm looking at the photo just right when they, when all four are in the ring together. I didn't realize how tall Drew was until he stood next okay. to Braun. You are so. They bill Braun Strowman as a seven foot tall monster. Yep. Drew is billed at six five. Braun is not seven foot then. Braun's he is like six, eight then. Because he's got maybe a couple of inches on Drew. Braun was but, slouching. He was slouching. It's not fair. Uh, I'm just saying that it was seriously incredible just to see like those two stare at each other. And you're just like, wow. Like, and they, they kind of said it to you in the match. It was a big guy. Big guys just like staring at big guys. Like that's so I weird. Mean, and not even weird. not even a homophobic and not even a homo homophobic way. That is just fucking weird. No, well, why not? They do build him up to be seven foot, but yes, he is six foot eight. And he is six foot eight. 
I will fact, say that that stare down made Drew look really badass. Like, huh. I gotta put this out there. Fun fact. Uh, Braun Strowman, born on my birthday, September 6th. Shout outs to that man and the greatness that he Worst brings. Worst day ever then. Sorry, Braun, that you have to share. Uh, no, because that day falls on Rusev Day, and that day is a great day. <laughs> uh, not recently. <laughs> so, okay, so, so going back to this match. Drew and Braun, they just looked so good against each other. Like, just the staring down and everything. Like, it's, along with Lashley, like, Drew almost seems like a viable threat to Braun as well. Yes. And I just love, I know Steve, I keep quoting you, Steve, week in and week out, when we talk about Dolph Ziggler. I hate Dolph Ziggler. He's I know you do. I know you do. But this Dolph that is on Raw, teaming with Drew, is so fucking good. Dolph should just uh, stay on Fox News. <sighs> Yep. Why do you ruin things? Why does Dolph? You Fuck know who else is on Fox? Sidebar. Hey, you know, hey, you know what's Fox really going to suck? What? What's really going to suck is when uh, Dolph and Drew break up and then Drew has to fight Dolph. That's going to suck. Why? Because fuck, fuck Dolph. Okay. He's a, a black <laughs> hole of talent. Dang. Wow. So How you, do you really feel? So you don't like this tandem at all? You don't think that it's actually kind of entertaining? I honestly haven't seen it. <laughs> so other than Steve, then, whose opinion is kind of sort of irrelevant on this. Yeah, mine doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I liked the moment with Drew and Braun going face to face. I liked that. But I felt it was really fucking weird the way they just threw... Drew and Dolph against Finn and Braun. I, I felt like it, I don't know, it was just weird. Well, you know, Braun is the former tag team champion. <laughs> cool. I just literally gave you the biggest, the biggest fucking eye roll. The thing here, uh, again is we're going to say the favorite thing you like to say, Martin, is bad writing. Like, you re- are you really going to have uh, Drew and Dolph lose when they're really hot right now? And are or are you gonna have Braun and Finn lose? And how how are you gonna do this? Of course you're gonna have you don't book the uh, fucking match. Finn get pilled. Yeah. Or if you're gonna fucking book the match as a squash match, you have fucking Titus Worldwide sitting in the back that could be fucking decimated. Or since you're gonna fucking do that to Fandango, Ascension's there too. Like literally, the Raw Tag Team Division is literally full of jobbers. Or yeah, or any other just random ass jobber. Yeah. I get you wanted to have TV time. You wanted to have TV time for Braun and Finn, but God, bad writing. (laughs) I'm getting angry. I'm starting to sweat. I just I can't stand the writing recently. Usually, I I I, uh, post WrestleMania wrestling season is usually pretty quaint and quiet. Not much happens. I think the only time I was ever excited about post Mania pay-per-views that weren't themed like Money in the Bank was when CM Punk went up against Daniel Bryan for the WWE title because that came out of nowhere. It was very unexpected, especially after the quick loss of the World Heavyweight title of, of Bryan's to Sheamus. I really can't think of any other time that a post-mania season was exciting. But this has been by far so boring. And it's just I, I try to I try to pick apart Raw and SmackDown to find things I like. 
it's getting really hard to do it when they're just throwing the things I like against things that just don't fucking make sense like this. Yeah. Agreed. I love Finn Balor. I love Braun Strowman. (laughs) I love Drew and Dolph. But these four to match together did not make sense. Especially with Braun and Finn losing in such a way. Rip poor greatest Royal Rumble trophy. And was it um a uh, Wrestle Talk? Wrestle Talk had a thing on their on their uh, video that um is that three weeks three weeks after the Greatest Royal Rumble and they're still having incidents happen. <laughs> wow, having botches. That's what it was. They're still having botches three weeks after the Greatest Royal Rumble. That show was literally botchamania. <laughs> Terrible. Bobby Lashley versus Elias versus Kevin Owens replacing Jinder Mahal because he got speed through the wall. Kevin Owens won, which was nice. Yeah, can can I stop you for a second? Go you ahead. saying it that way, you saying it that way reminds me of that SpongeBob G- uh, GIF. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like Did you really just picture my face doing that? Speed through a wall. Okay. Was listening so, to this sees that too. <laughs> thanks. It was an okay match. I'm glad that Owens is in the Money in the Bank because, again, Owens in high profile matches makes sense. But at the same time, he, Lashley, you're just squandering him. I mean, I get it's to, to build the feud, the, the sidebar feud with Sami Zayn, but I think it would have made more sense to have. I don't, I don't know. With only eight, I don't think I disagree with the fact that there should have there should have been three Money in the Bank ladder matches. Because the rosters are that stacked. There should have been one for the Raw men's division, one for the SmackDown men's division, and a combined one for the women's. That's what should have fucking happened. Because then you'll be able to have better writing on the shows to develop more characters, develop more feuds. And you have a, a co-branded pay-per-view. You're able to show more people. That's what you want. But again, what do I know? Yeah. Whatever. Nothing. I know nothing. It was a decent match. Owens is in the main event at the pay-per-view. That's going to be decent. SmackDown. So everyone knows that fucking Big Cass has heat backstage because... Hey, hey, hold on. Speaking of SmackDown, mm-hmm. uh, about an hour ago, it was released that NBC is keeping Raw, but they will be letting SmackDown go to another network in open bidding. I still think it stays on USA. Hmm? I still think it stays on USA. I don't think it's going to stay on USA. I think it's going to go to uh, TNN. I think it's going to FS1. Yeah. Fox Sports. Oh, that sounds like a mm, that sounds like something that would happen. <clears throat> yep. I mean, Raw is like one of the most watched cable shows, even though the ratings have been shit because it's post Mania season, so it makes sense. Yeah. And Triple H isn't back on yet. I mean, Triple H isn't doing anything on the main <laughs> roster apparently. So I mean, because if it was, then we would have better fucking matches and better fucking storylines going on right now. <laughs> Uncle Paul, save us, please, Daddy H. So. Cass has heat backstage because a couple weeks ago when he had that promo or that little skit with midget Daniel Bryan, he was supposed to just lay the midget out <laughs> with a big boot and that'd be the end of it. <laughs> he asked for permission to go further with the beatdown. And Road Dog and everyone else said no, that it would just be better and more simple like that. Even Vince said no. So the segment happens, big boots delivered, Cass and his smartness, because, you know, he went to school for economics. Most boring thing fucking ever. And he goes and does his own fucking thing and beats up the midget. 
and he proceeds to get his ass chewed out backstage. That is My why he always said, you hit a midget once, that's okay. You hit a midget twice, it's one too many. <laughs> I don't have anything. I'm 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 honestly shocked that Vince was like, no, don't hit him more than once. Like I feel like Vince hates little people. So I, th- if anybody, I'm sure Cass is like, oh, he's gonna let me do it. He's gonna let me beat the shit out of this midget. I know it. Danny Bryan came out, talked some shit. Uh, wanted the challenge for the title. Cass interrupted, and then Cass whooped it. Uh, Brian whooped Cass's ass. Hell yeah. Like, hard. Like, even when after the injured knee. Like, the just-repaired knee. Like, that's the type of thing that you normally see a heel do. But And the fact that Daniel did it, that the heat that was backstage, like, you know, his ego wanting to do what he wanted to do on his own, I think it just kind of kills Cass a little bit. And buffs up Brian. Not that Brian needs to be buffed up anymore because, I mean, Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan. You're not going to turn him heel. You're going to raise him up. I mean, sucks to be Cass. Fuck they missed their Cass. time to turn him heel. I think you said sucks to be Cass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does suck to be Cass. Your girl left you for John Cena because you're a fucking dumbass idiot who wanted to be in economics, whatever. Allegedly. And then you're, you're just dumb. You're a dumb individual. You dumb. He he definitely ate pace as a child. That's why you were made fun of as in school. It wasn't because you were scrawny and skinny. It's because you fucking ate paste. Pretty sure you probably have stock in Elmer's. Paste. I can't stand Big Cass. I really do miss Enzo and Big Cass, but I can't stand Cass on his own. He's not a good performer, period. He's really not. Nope. Like they need to keep him off the mic. Like there is something. Uh, there are some instances in the ring where he is good, though. I will give him some credit. The big guy who can move. True, and that is very true. He is a big guy that can move, but he's still limited. He's got more range than Big Show and Kali. That's for sure. But he's not like Kane, Undertaker. So does he really get for though? I would. I would give him like Sid Justice range. Oh, <laughs> it's still better than Big Show and Great Kali. <laughs> now, Sid, I need you to get on that fucking turnbuckle and do a top rope big boot. You'll be fine. <laughs> what Steve is referencing is a wonderful moment from Monday Nitro. Back no, it was, a, it was a paper. Oh, was it? Was it? Uh, a, oh, my God. I think it was like greed or some shit. And his like knee just like snapped in half, right? Or was his it whole, like, his like Yeah, his shin. Yeah, it was uh, just flopping around like spaghetti. Right now. Have you not seen it, Anthony? No, I have. Okay. I was going to say, if you haven't seen Sid Justice or Sid Vicious or Psycho Sid's leg snapping in half, you're not a real wrestling fan. Because that's oh, like I a moment that everyone see, has seen. Oh, uh, I was so close with the name. It was Sin. So stupid. <laughs> 2001 WCW, baby. And you wonder why you went under. It's because you had pay-per-views <laughs> named like that. It's great. It's great. New Day versus a bar with the winning team moving on to Money in the Bank qualifier. Or moving on to Money in the Bank. This was a qualified match. The New Day defeated the bar. So most of us were correct in our predictions. So now we just have to wait to see who, which member of the New Day is moving on to the Money in the Bank. 
Come I on, still Biggie. think it's Biggie. Come on, Biggie. Biggie. I'm gonna take it's, Xavier. It's yeah, you took you took Xavier last week, Cliff, and I think Katie said Kofi. <clears throat> she was on the uh, she was on board with the idea with Biggie, but I think she still said Kofi. So something about him gyrating always makes me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> is it it's so is funny it to me. because you're you're unsure about your sexuality and how that makes you feel in, deep down inside? I'm like, I don't have a boner. <laughs> 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 the sad thing is, I believe it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, still a good match. It sucks that Sheamus and Cesaro are just taking loss after loss and being in weird skits because they are so polished and they are such a great team. So, I really hope to see them be boosted again. I really don't want them to be one of the ones that suffer due to SmackDown being so stacked. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think that they're eventually going to end up turning on each other, and somehow, somewhere, they're going to be in that U.S. title match, and uh, down the road where they're going to feud against each other, and that's gonna, that's that's what SmackDown's going to be. If if that happens, then we need to have Exa- uh, not Xavier shit Cesaro moving up. I need to see AJ Styles versus Cesaro for the WWE title because that match will be fucking epic until they fucking ruin it with their terrible writing and they resort to dick punching <laughs> dick puncher <laughs> dick puncher we finally had the debut of andrade cien almas andre almas oh god you and cliff just stop before the show before the show i gave cliff so much shit about not being able to say andrade Cianamas. And he's Latino. He's Andre. How do you say it? Andrade. <laughs> Andrade? Andrade. Andrade? Oh, you gotta roll the R. Andre. <sighs> <laughs> Yo, Anthony, Anthony's Mexican too, so you trying to make fun of me about it. He can't roll his R's. <laughs> I'm sure he can do a better job than you. I can't. I just literally gave you a chance to be better than Cliff, and you... Uh, Andrade. That's better than what Cliff can try to do. <laughs> Not that. All right, so go, 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 into, go into Andrade. I, uh, I did not like his match. I, it, it's a beginning all, match. It's a squash. You, you, brought, you had all this hype for him. For what? For him to fight a local... That's what happens when you debut someone on the main roster. They fucking fight locals. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman fought bitch boy it's after bitch boy. Nia Jax did too. It was, and that was exactly. the most interesting shit. That is literally how you do things. How you build up people is you feed them, you feed jobbers to them. Because we could, we could be sitting here being like, well, why did he have to be uh, Heath Slater is the only one that's popping in my head. But Ty Dillinger. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, Ty Dillinger is so great. Why did he have to beat Ty Dillinger? I'd rather him eat a, a local. Yeah. He's great. He is great. If you have a chance, go back. I, I can't remember the promotion. I think it was CMLL or AAA. But they, he, La Sombra had some... Oh, no, it was NWJ, uh, NJW... NJPW. 
<laughs> he was under a mask named La Sombra, and he had some really fucking good matches with Shinsuke Nakamura. I actually finally got to watch those matches. Holy shit. Tearing the house down. So I'm excited for him to be on SmackDown with AJ and Shinsuke. And I'm so glad they did not move him to 205 Live. Because I was terrified that that's what they were going to do with him. And I think they learned their mistake with Neville on not to do that just because someone is in that range. Yeah. Chad Gable, we're looking at you. We're watching. We're praying for you. We are. We really are. So he wasn't on. He wasn't on uh, Raw, but he wasn't on Two Hundred Five Live on Tuesday. So that's a good thing. So I wanted to ask. So you guys got to see Andrade's wrestling ability. It's there. He's crisp. He's good. He's been wrestling for a while. But what do you guys think of Selena Vega? Mm. That's a good promo. She definitely. She's definitely. It's weird because I feel like she's gonna be. He's going to be the reason why he gets over. Like, obviously, that's a lot of reason why. Like, he's great at wrestling, but it's, I kind of, I, it's weird how I'm going to say this. And people are going to hate me for saying this, but remember when SS Rios was coming out and people were all excited about SS <laughs> what did you, Rios? Wait, 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 Hold wait, on, wait. I am going to destroy you on this. What the was SS name? Rios. The SS Rios is uh, coming into port. So Rios debuts <laughs> and he has Lita with him. And. Like, that was just, like, his kind of, like, you know, that was, like, his manager, we'll call it. Lita was the manager of um, Asa Rios, yes. So that's what we're going to go with, because nobody remembers him. Because <laughs> I, I remember S.A. Rios. How, the, I remember S.A. Rios. He had the red hair, and he was awesome. He didn't get over, because he, he had no fucking personality. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, it was bad. Takes over, and people remembered Lita more, because Lita took, pretty much, just took what he, he had. Took the fucking spotlight, yes. Day. Yes. And I kind of feel the same way is going to happen. Like, it's, she's good. I really like, mm. I like her, I like her ability to cut. So, I'm oh, like, she is a monster on the mic. Yeah. Like, yeah. she is just a natural. But the sexier thing about her is, and this is, I, she is sexy as fuck. She is just as good in the ring as she is on the mic. And I like, she's gonna, really, gonna out. really go watch. NXT a couple weeks ago. <laughs> NXT, you disgusting. NXT a couple weeks ago, she had a match with Candice LeRae. Go watch that. This it's uh, literally her only like official match in WWE so far. But you've always seen her in the championship matches that Andrade's been in, doing like her Karana DDTs and everything else like that. She is so crisp and fluid. Uh, she's yeah, and she does kind of move like Lita did way back in the day. So I have really high hopes for her on the main roster. Well, they need to throw her in that women's division because I see her fucking destroying even Asuka. Like, I can't wait for uh, Nia to sit on her. Next, we had the Royal Melebration, which was kind of just meh. It was normal Carmella shtick. Paige comes out, says Carmella is going to be going against Asuka at Money in the Bank. So we're going to have three women's matches on the next pay-per-view. Nia and Ronda. I'm excited about it. You're excited about this? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I love watching the girls fight. They, they're, they it's because you're a disgusting fight. heterosexual man who gets their pleasures off of women's wrestling. And what? And what? I'm mad that you did not even try to deny it. 
Like I'm I'm slightly disappointed, but at the same time I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, I, I I just think the the women now seem to be bringing it more than some of the stories and people that they have on the on the main roster for men. I think the women are, are proving themselves more and more and more. Is that because I think that might be because I'm gonna I'm a huge women's wrestling fan. Everyone should know that I'm a huge women's wrestling fan. I think that might be because we're see- we have more men's storylines than we do women's, and so we're exposed to the men's failing storylines than we are with the women's because there's really only two or three right now. So again, <laughs> I'm just it, other side it, of it. it they're, they're 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 as of probably last like let's let's really think. Let's look back. Besides the greatest Royal Rumble, uh, the, like the the last like eight or nine pay per views. What have been more, besides Seth Rollins, what's been more exciting other than the women? The end of the show when it closed? Yeah. I, it, it's hard. Open, it, it, usually it, the opening been, match is usually the best one. It, it's, it, I, I've enjoyed watching, and, and this is me not being a, sh- a pig or anything, but I've enjoyed I mean, watching the, the women wrestle more than the men now. They bring it. The women's division is on point most of the time. It is, but I, with with the only one title, like you were saying, we only get you know one or two storylines, and it becomes very stale very quickly. It does. Like you know, Charlotte, I was I was honestly just telling April how stale I find her, and just like boring. Like, yeah, okay, you're the greatest, but you've like you've been the champion so many times because you've lost it so many times. Like you're not. You're nothing fucking spectacular anymore. I'm just bored with so, you. And then that's she so rude you would put her. That's so rude you put her in the same category as her father and John Cena. Yeah. You're only a 16 time world champion because you've lost it 16 Seven. times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking loser. Way to be there, Carlito. Wow. Hey, uh, I mean, look at Roman Reigns though. How many times have you had? Because you lost it. I'd rather be Bruno San Martino than Ric Flair any day. Be CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, and Punk. Punk is daddy. Um, but Asuka, the, the chance for Asuka to win the title off of Carmella and do something. I mean, we haven't really seen Asuka a whole lot on SmackDown. I still think that they lost a lot of momentum. I, I kind of see why they maybe didn't turn her heel for losing to Charlotte. Yeah, I thought really that would have been better. I agree. A couple weeks ago, I said that they should have turned her heel because she, she nearly lost to Ember Moon. I mean, writing, missed opportunities, broken record. And I I hope Oscar takes the title off of Carmella. I I don't want Carmella to have a lengthy reign, and I want her I want her to lose to Oscar, so that way we can get some some something happening on SmackDown. I, as much as I w- I want to see Oscar or Charlotte turn heel, SmackDown is very heel heavy right now. So I don't know. I'm just I don't I don't I I love Oscar. Oscar is probably one of my favorite wrestlers. But I don't, I don't necessarily want to see her lose, but I want to see some kind of disqualification so Carmella keeps a title, just because I don't want to see it change hands this quickly. Ah, I can get that. We will see. I have hopes for it, because Carmella has improved in the ring. And on top of that, if you're going to give Oscar the title, even though she lost to Charlotte, who lost to the champion, Carmella, who, Carmella sorry, um... 
it's just a weird mix of what's what is, what is what's going on with the writing again again the writing what's going on with it you're supposed to be uh, the rumor was, was they were supposed to be building up charlotte to fight ronda or to, for the possibility of having the wwe's four horsewomen going up against the ufc's four horsewomen since since they apparently signed jessamine and marina and you already have Shayna down in nxt as nxt women's champion you would think that if they were going to do that and have Charlotte take Asuka's winning streak, that you would continue to push the four horsewomen higher up and not make them flounder. You would think. You would think. But hope, whatever. All right, so we have that match. Then we have uh, Becky Lynch getting a win, beating Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville to go to the Money Bank quali- uh winning the Money Bank qualifying match to go on to that match, which I know Katie is ecstatic. She loves Becky Lynch. I love Becky Lynch too. So I'm just conf- again, I'm confused. I'm glad she won. I'm glad she'll get a pay-per-view showing. And then we had a AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura match, which did we have a dick punch anywhere? No, we had a fake one. That we had Shinsuke, a fake one. Shinsuke pulled an Eddie Guerrero, and Eddie Guerrero used to when he will he won the title and he faked getting hit with the chair and. That's pretty much what Shinsuke did. He faked in the nuts. Awesome. I, from what everyone said, that that was probably the best Styles Nakamura match so far, and that's sad because you had one at Mania, you had, and then you had two others on pay-per-view. So I, I have high hopes for this next one to be better than all four of them. So here's to hoping. So going into Money in the Bank, Steve, I want mm. to ask... What um first off, what competitors do we have so far in the women's money in the bank map? Uh it's only what, three? Three announced? Four? It's, I think uh, so. Ember. Hold on, let me bring it up. So we have Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Billy Kay. Oh yeah. Or oh, well, no, hold on. I'm reading this off of um Wikipedia because I no, uh, so eleven hours great. ago, WWE posted uh, the current people. It's Alexa, Charlotte, Ember, Becky. Uh-huh. So that's four uh, spots. Billy Kay matches next week. Okay. Um, and then the men's uh, Owens, Rude, Braun, Miz, Rusev, Finn, and then a New Day member. And then apparently, <clears throat> as I'm seeing, there's also a match next week between Big Cass and Samoa Joe. Oh. One of those is going to get in, so we can just assume that's going to be Samoa Joe. If it's if it's seriously big cast over Samoa Joe, I will be so livid. Cause then what? What the fuck? <laughs> what the so fuck? let's just start with the the men's. I, I know I said women's earlier. Let's just start with the men's. Biggie, you're Biggie. going with Biggie winning the whole thing. Yeah. Why? As much as I'd like to see Kevin Owens with the case, the other competitors really don't need it aside from Rusev. Um, you don't see always... Ron winning it and just dominating? No, he doesn't. Again, he doesn't need it. Yeah, he's got that uh, that green greatest Royal Rumble belt now, right? I'm I'm picturing a briefcase full of pancakes. No, oh, I'm actually I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, blue, like the blue case. They're gonna paint it. It's gonna have unicorns on it, full of pancakes. Cliff. Now that we <laughs> know that it's a member of the New Day, and then either Big Cass or Samoa Joe, who do you? Does your pick stay the same from last week? Still gonna take Xavier Woods. I definitely, I think he's got a little bit of momentum. And didn't he? Was he the one that picked up the win? He dropped the elbow. He's the one that picked up the win. So is Xavier Woods gonna be the one that you think wins it? 
Yeah, he's got to because they're going to have the. I would hope that the numbers game will kind of. That's what I was about to bring up too. I, yeah, I see I the other two um, interfering. Kind of want to okay. see like. I say this, but I kind of want to see them, kind of like how uh, Rhino did for for TLC. The table. Yeah, for TLC. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anthony. I. So I'm picking Big E to be in it. Right. And I am. I read something last week after we talked on the last week's podcast um, right. that they were going to give Big E a push. I mean, that would make uh, sense out of all the members of the New Day, since New Day is kind of stale. He is the one that is a former NXT champion and probably the most deserving. Sorry, Kofi. So I'm going to pick. Big E to win it somehow. I think he's gonna somehow take grab the briefcase. I'm torn. I'm personally torn because all the competitors, assuming it's Big E and assuming it's Joe, all of them do deserve it because it's guaranteed title, nearly guaranteed title. And I could see them all doing something with like the briefcase as as the gimmick. I would love to see Bobby Roode be pushed more. I think Finn Balor is very deserving of a, ti- a major title win. Again, we've already talked about Owens having that moment and holding the title. Rusev is just on fire, and they finally gave him a win to continue that. Strowman is so past due. The Miz is on fire. Joe deserves. It's just it's hard to pick just one because Third they are show. all huh. Third show. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree with you. I just don't see them doing that when they're having trouble keeping SmackDown on the same network as Raw. So, because I understand why they want to keep it all together. If it's consistency and uniformity, they can play off of that. And if they can't even keep their programming on one brand, that's why they partnered SmackDown with onto Sci-Fi for so long with ECW way back when. So when ECW was the one-hour third brand, I don't have a pick yet. I don't have a pick yet. I'm I'm gonna wait maybe one or two weeks just to kind of see what the build is like. I'm just excited because I have always liked the money in the bank matches because it just leaves this era of a question mark uh in the air for a time being. So second money in the bank I'm, ladder match. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm picking a sec I'm picking a secondary winner and that's gonna be Kevin Owens. Somehow I think now that you're saying like Kevin Owens is gonna need a title around his waist, he's better with title around his waist. I'm picking a secondary, and I'm saying Kevin Owens is going to be my other pick. Okay, so if we're doing second pick, Steve, who would you be your second pick? Kevin Owens. Cliff? Jeez, mm, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Kevin Owens. Jeez, Kevin Owens a favorite! Alright, so second match is the women's, and so far we have Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Amber Moon, and then technically four spots to be determined and apparently there's gonna be a match between billy k and lana next week it's one of them right it's one of the spots yeah there's B- billy k or lana i definitely don't see lana in that match nope as much as i'd like to see more of her on tv because i find her character hilarious it's gonna be ember you pick ember yeah you put it on raw ronda beats naya and then uh you can have ronda lose by not losing like in a three-way a la Seth Rollins. Actually, that's not bad. Have it for a SummerSlam uh, match. Yeah, Ronda defeats or defends her title at SummerSlam, and then Ember cashes in at the end. Or during. 
Ring. I would. I think Ember delivering an eclipse to Naya would be epic. Naya can't take it. I think it's believable that that takes Naya down, though. I think it's more believable than Shasa Banks ever doing it or Bailey ever doing it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know what you're telling. God. What, dude? So who? So you think Ember? So far, we'll see if that stacks up with the other four competitors are finally put in. Anthony, who you got so far? I am so so. I am gonna also take Ember Moon, and just to to somehow Ronda's not gonna win that title via DQ, and Ember Moon is gonna turn heel. <laughs> what? Oh wait, I can't really say what because a lot of people have been turning heel that I thought would never turn heel. So Ember Moon is gonna turn heel and cash in that money in the bank on Nyash. She's gonna hit it and then hit the Eclipse and. Win it all. Huh. Same night. Huh. Same night? Yeah. Cliff, what you got? I do find it interesting that the Riot Squad isn't in this match, like, at all. Or any of Absolution. So, I definitely, I don't know. I kind of wanted to wait to see who else is going to be in there because I kind of feel like one of the last three competitors is going to be the one that takes it. Unfortunately, I just don't see like any one of these ones but if i had to choose one right now i would have to say becky lynch and needs like the biggest push she's our hardest worker in the ring i just think that honestly she would have to be the one that that has to she has to get a title back to her or something to her so that she's relevant again in just a conversation yeah i'd have to i, I would put money on either ember or becky i mean i think it's yeah. a little I, I think it's a little too early to for billy I kind of think they're going to probably put Sasha and Bailey in the match because there's still two more spots left to fill on Raw. And I feel like that dynamic of having the, the, the WWE's Force Horsewomen in a match together would be kind of a thing, kind of a cool thing. I still think Naomi is going to fill in one of the last spots. Down. I, I'm bored. I'm bored of her. I know. She hasn't even been on TV in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Neither have the Usos or the Bludgeon Brothers. So, I mean, and Bludgeon They've Brothers. Are... Oh, boy. Backstage segments. Yay. What's the That's last funny. time that we actually did see uh, Naomi? Was it when she Backlash. came up dancing Backlash. in front of her guys? <laughs> oh, that was a SmackDown then. Yeah. She, like, hypnotized uh, Bludgeon Brothers. With yeah. her booty. Yeah. With the, with the so, glow you know, booty. I ain't bored of that. Nobody is so the funny thing is is this money in a bank match. It's funny how Anthony made that prediction. Stop like let's just what would stop Becky Lynch from winning the title or winning the money in the bank match and then cashing in on Nia Jax and switching brands. It's very possible. Yeah. So I mean that's again one of the reasons why I like these matches because it does have that that it adds that mysticism of you never know what's gonna happen. So and especially with the state of how everything is, like with Shinsuke turning heel, like I never, I never pictured that happening. I never pictured Asuka losing to Charlotte either at Mania. So oh, depressing day that was. It was weird. <laughs> very, a very weird feeling. So Carmella versus Asuka. Who do we have winning? Cliff? I'm taking Carmella. Okay. Anthony? Asuka you you already DQ. said D- D- Asuka via DQ, Steve? Yeah, it's going to be disqualification. The Iconic uh, one or duo will run in, depending on the, ma- the matches. I think Car- I think Carmella's going to retain via countout. 
I think she's gonna just after a while she's gonna just take run. the title and just walk away. Yeah. Cool. If we are saying DQ though, is the DQ gonna happen? I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna put out there front punt. No. <laughs> Come no, kick we're, up. We're done. We're done with the. We're done with are the front punt. No, we're done with those. I don't want to see another thing. Yo, I'm telling you, that would be <laughs> that would be epic. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Are we all still on Ronda winning it? Unless someone comes out, we we can't have two championship matches that both have DQs or countouts. So a title is there's going to be a clean win of something for these women, or the title is changing. That's why I think I really think I think <clears throat> I think Oscar's going to win, and then there's going to be some sort of DQ or interference. Or count out with Ronda and Naya. I hate that. I know, I see. You're so bitter. <laughs> I call him Ronda Rousey's gonna win by by DQ. <laughs> Not it's every just, <sighs> disqualification. It's just the uh, money in the bank DQ. M I M I T B DQ. Yes. That's how we all do it. That's how they always Plus. do it. And DQ. DQ and uh Ronda's gonna win. Actually, no, I'll take that back. I'm sorry. DQ and I believe because this is where we'll see Natty turn on Ronda. There are too many heels on you each brand in the women's too. division. You can always take another one. Natty can't, Natty, Natty can't go heel right now. I think she is too much of a heel on SmackDown now. She's on Raw. I think they need to keep her as a face for a few. Oh, weird. Because Kevin Owens was a, was a heel over on SmackDown. And as soon as they brought him over to Raw, they immediately turned him over to face. Congratulations there. He's not a face. He's not a face. Thank you for proving my point. Like, the fact okay. is that here's that here's was, Natty. Okay, Natty I can come I over. That, that, was weird turn. that was a fucking very weird turn. Like, <laughs> turn of the dime, just all of a sudden your face just because Rhonda's there and she's your friend. Hi, we're friends. I'm good. It, it happens I'm all the time. Guy. Everybody does it all the time. It happens all the time in the WWE. Shit is and we see it all the time so why can't i make the call like that you're not wrong like don't worry about don't don't worry about the last two weeks because that doesn't matter here focus on what we're doing now don't pay attention don't have a good memory people you can't remember this we can you're only supposed to you're only supposed to know what we feed you every week from michael cole's stupid face (laughs) is there anything else since we're, we're finally done talking about the shows and we're run we're around the time hey i think uh do you guys remember when Steve Blackman first like started wrestling and he got disqualified because he like forgot that it was wrestling? I think that's what's gonna happen. Like Ronda's like oh, she went back to MMA mode. Right. Disqualified. Huh. Doesn't, I listen think to, it. doesn't listen to the four count and just waits till she stepped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Can you I get anybody's look? input on Pete Dunn? Does, what does he, what does everybody think about Pete Dunn? I really need him to like work on the face because there's a lot of craters there. That's not fair. He it's us. Just being rude. His you're gonna attack his weight next. Pot pot calling (laughs) kettle black. (laughs) He's just he's a great wrestler. He's just unfortunate looking. I'm just glad he has that mouth guard always there to keep his teeth from like going out sideways and like stabbing someone in the face. So his real name, by the way, is Peter England, but he used to go by Street Fighter Ken. Did anybody know that? Cool. I've, that is terrible comparison to Ken because Ken's not that <laughs> ugly. 
I actually knew this before this podcast, too. You're disgusting. <laughs> because of Street Fighter Ken. I love That's it. That's just terrible. That is a terrible name. Fight! Okay. <laughs> so, any other things you guys want to touch on right quick before we end it? Come back, Anthony? Katie. We need you. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that uh, I finally got on and Katie's gone. She is sick. I'm stuck with you three. I'm the best thing. Well, Time out. Well, hold on. Oh, you good? Sorry. <laughs> Get off of it. Cliff. No, I'm legit looking at this. I can't believe you really is Street Fighter Ken. Disha, <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna be like, look out for Bison. <laughs> Plug some shit. Oh my god. Have you done any plugs? Plugs. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to Gam right quick. Uh, yeah. Gamma's a Gamma's an awesome little group that they got down in Jacksonville, Florida. It's started by my friend uh, Ryan. Uh, he runs the whole thing. He sets it up. It, they, they basically are like different like little con- cons, conventions, meetups that deal with games, art, and music. They usually do uh, one or two events a year that has themes, and they're super, 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 super awesome. If you're in the Jacksonville area. I would uh, hit them up, hit them up on Facebook to go see what they're all about. But um, thank you for plugging us a couple weeks ago on your podcast, and thank you for everyone who tunes in from them. Uh, we do appreciate it, and give us a gander over on Franken Culture because we do more than just wrestling. We do a lot of things just around pop culture, nerd culture. We are all geeks here. Yeah, totally, so, 100%. yeah. What's that, guys? What's what's your boy's name that started Gam? His name's Ryan. Yeah, you can find him on Instagram, Gam Ryan, G A A M Ryan. I'm mad that you knew that instantly. That's pretty good. You're a good stalker. What's going on? And then also, there's I Love Gam, which is uh, there's a lot of the official Instagram. I and if you guys do cosplay, since uh, a lot of us are all nerds together, they are doing an online cosplay contest for some awesome prizes. There is there is a application form for it on the Gam's website. Uh, you can find out in the game, uh, the game's website, Facebook page. I, they do have a Twitter and Instagram. You just follow the links to their search gam in Facebook. It's in the big blue logo logo. So check them out. If you are into cosplaying and everything and you want to earn some free stuff and you don't even have to come to Florida to, to get the prizes. They'll ship Thank it to God. you. Really? <laughs> I miss Jacksonville so much. Ugh. No other plugs. Cliff doesn't have any plugs. Oh, um, actually, so uh, here in the next couple of weeks, uh, Anthony and I will be starting up Get the KO. This is a, a huge podcast that we had started last year. We kind of fell off. We had some things kind of come up. We got kind of busy, so we had to let, kind of let some things go. So that's definitely something that's going to be in the mark. So we're definitely pushing that one. And then oh. if you guys want tomorrow, actually, so, well, actually, you guys won't hear this. It'll be on Thursday. Uh, every Thursday, um, you guys can actually jump on WNST.net. I will be on there actually talking about this podcast as well as talking about uh, future UFC events. So I get sponsored uh, to talk on Baltimore's uh, number one sports network, which is kind of cool. So I go and talk to I'm a special guest uh, all the time. So you guys can catch me there. And then you guys can also follow me on Instagram as well as, uh, you know, Twitter at CM underscore Miller 85. Little preview for next week, uh, right before we go. Uh, hopefully, I will have a local Jacksonville wrestler 
He is a current tag team champion of the promotion that he is in. I'm not going to say the name because someone in this podcast actually knows him. So I do want it to be kind of a surprise. But hopefully I can get him to join in next week once uh, his schedule clears up. He did message me via Twitter to come and actually be a part of this because he heard about it and he is very interested. So we'll actually get some wrestler insight. Yeah, we're going to get some wrestling insight from an actual wrestler. So Hmm. I'm proud of him. Huh? And now I think I know who this person is. I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm, I'm very proud of him. Uh, because I've got to know him really well over the past couple of years. So um, if you think you know who it is, you're probably right. Um, I probably said too much. But yeah, no, I'm really excited because, yeah, he, he's, he's a good guy. I can't wait to have him on. So it's hopefully next week. Is it Tom Zink? Who? Is it Tom Zink, the Z-Man? Who? <laughs> it's, he's an old classic rubber. You're old. He just he passed away not too long ago. So why am I going to have a dead man? <sighs> We're all Think dying, Think about Marty. these jokes before you roll through with them. We're all dying. I like to blame <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> Can't live with For Franken Culture's wrestling podcasts. This has been... <laughs> why? <laughs> I get that you're used to running it. And I barely do a good job when it's my podcast. Because you don't have me there with you. Yeah. Come on. Come on to Vegas. I'm actually planning it. We sit in a room together when we record. I'm going to be naked the whole time. Oh, boy. Cliff will be there, too. Well, that's because Cliff doesn't get any love and attention at home. This is true. That's fucked up. That got real. (laughs) Notice again, no one is denying anything. (laughs) Nobody said shit yet. (laughs) <laughs> Again, for Franken Culture, I'm Martin. We got Steve, Anthony, and Cliff. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Baby! Bye. Bye. Bye.